Welcome to the Instant Trivia Podcast, episode 1105, your ultimate source of the most riveting trivia on the internet. Buckle up, trivia enthusiasts, as we dive into the first round of questions under the category, They Don't Live on Sesame Street. Here comes the first question. South African-born Ernie Els has been a prominent figure in which professional sport? If you said golf, then you're absolutely right. Ernie Els, also known as the Big Easy, is a former world number one golfer with numerous major championship wins under his belt. Let's go with the second question. While Burt wasn't a doctor, Dr. Paul Burt made significant contributions to the studies of divers with decompression sickness, also known as what? That's correct if you said the bends, a condition that can occur during rapid changes in pressure, such as when a diver ascends too quickly. On to the third question. After leaving the White House, Kermit went on a trek to the Amazon, accompanied by the second son of which U.S. president? The answer is Theodore Roosevelt. His son, Kermit Roosevelt, was quite the adventurer himself. Moving along to the fourth question. Big birds of the world include the 6-foot, 30-pound Dalmatian variety of this bird, known for its large bill and an elastic throat pouch. If you said a pelican, you're on the ball. These large water birds are indeed known for their distinct beaks and throat pouches. And now the fifth question. The grandfather of which Broadway lyricist was a major impresario of vaudeville and opera? The answer is Oscar Hammerstein. The Hammerstein family has had a significant impact on the American theater scene for generations. Shifting gears now to round two. The category? Yes, I've eaten. Kicking off with the first question. Which author, who later penned Thunderball, hopefully had a ball at Eaton? That's right. It's Ian Fleming, the mastermind behind the world-famous James Bond series. Now for the second question. Aldous Huxley revisited his brave new world in 1958. But did he ever attend any Eaton reunions? The answer we're looking for is Aldous Huxley, the brilliant author of the dystopian novel Brave New World. On to the third question. Marshall Field III, who had a grand time at Eaton, merged his Sun and Times papers in which city in 1948? Spot on if you said Chicago, the city known for its deep dish pizza towering skyline, and storied newspaper history. Here's the fourth question in this round. James Oglethorpe, an Eaton alumnus, went on to found which colony in America? Indeed, it's Georgia. Oglethorpe, a social reformer from England, founded the colony of Georgia in 1733. Here's the fifth question. Despite being second in line to the British throne, this Eton student didn't have his own laptop computer. And the answer is Prince William. Even future kings, it seems, had to wait for technology to catch up to their needs. 
As we proceed, round three awaits us. The category, consumer products. Starting off with the first question. Launched in 1956 as a house and garden bug killer, which product uses the ad line, kills bugs dead? Yes, it's Raid. This insecticide has been a household name for decades. On to the second question. Which shoemaker introduced the pump, a popular inflatable sports shoe, in 1989? That's right, it's Reebok. The pump was a real game-changer in the world of sports footwear. Here's the third question. During WUMP 2, which 100% whole wheat breakfast cereal advertised 12 large biscuits in every box? That would be shredded wheat, a classic and healthy breakfast choice even today. Moving on to the fourth question. Which company, initially represented by just an apple, had one of the first trademarks used for textiles in 1871? The answer is Fruit of the Loom. Did you know that the apple in their logo represents the fruit in their name? Time for the fifth question. This all-purpose cleaning formula gets its name from the number of attempts it took to perfect the product. Got it right if you said Formula 409. Perseverance truly pays off, doesn't it? Bouncing into round four now, the category composers all around. Let's kick things off with the first question. Music Tim Carlton composed at age 16 has been heard by millions as what, thanks to phone maker Cisco. Absolutely right if you said hold music. Funny how a tune created during teenage years ended up being heard by millions, isn't it? Now the second question. A 1974 march for tuba by Luciano Meccalini was used as the comedic theme for which HBO comedy? The answer is Curb Your Enthusiasm. This tune perfectly complements the show's quirky and awkward humor. Time for the third question. Walter Werzowa composed the five-note theme known as The Bong, for which chipmaker inside a lot of computers in 1994. Yes, it's Intel. That iconic chime has become synonymous with their brand. Here's the fourth question. B.J. Leiderman composed themes for NPR programs like Morning Edition and which Saturday and Sunday counterpart? The answer is Weekend Edition. His music has become a staple for NPR listeners. Here's the final question for this round. Adam Schlesinger of which band, known for Stacy's Mom, also composed 157 songs for TV's Crazy Ex-Girlfriend? The answer is Fountains of Wayne. Schlesinger's diverse talents extended from catchy pop tunes to hilarious TV show songs. Now on to the last round of this episode. The category, How Inspirational. Let's start with the first question. When your prom date leaves the dance without you, remember this proverb, what heals all wounds? Indeed, the answer is time. As the saying goes, time heals all wounds, 
even the heartache of a prom gone wrong. Now the second question. Which saint of Assisi said, Where there is hatred, let me sow love. Where there is despair, hope. That would be St. Francis, known for his profound love and respect for all creatures and his dedication to peace. Here's the third question. Reflecting on his own misdeeds, poet Heinrich Heine once said, Of course, God will do what to me. That's his business. Correct. It's forgive. A reminder of the grace and forgiveness that is a cornerstone of many faiths. Moving on to the fourth question. In 1903, Pope Pius X wrote, Where justice is lacking, there can be no hope what Pax in Latin. The answer is peace, a powerful statement underscoring the importance of justice in achieving peace. Finally, the fifth question. Which Candide author helped popularize the saying, The perfect is the enemy of the good? The answer is Voltaire. This quote reminds us not to let the pursuit of perfection prevent us from achieving good things. And that's a wrap. Thank you for joining us on this trivia journey. We hope you had as much fun answering these questions as we did presenting them. Come back tomorrow for more exciting trivia. Until then, keep your trivia muscles flexed and your knowledge thirsty.